0: What's up, horror fans? This is Horror Zone 607. We're the podcast that talks all things horror and brings you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm Mike C. coming at you from my Studio 13 once again, as I have each and every week for quite some time now. But as usual, right across town, over in the suddenly growing and getting better and improving uh, 8122 Production Studios, he is our version of the Snyder Cut. He's rich.
1: I mean, I'm way better than the Snyder Cut, and trust me, it doesn't take four hours to watch me.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it does. Uh, Sometimes never, never. I, I think I've been with you maybe once or twice for four hours.
1: Oh, I mean, we. I mean, if you're talking about like podcasting, live streaming, stuff like that, that that happens. But yeah. you get, I can confirm with my wife that an evening with Rich does not take four hours. <laughs> it's it's well, much that's... much shorter, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: We'll just leave that there then, I guess. Hey, I, listen,
1: I, I have no problem throwing myself under the bus, sir.
0: <laughs> well, it's just us again this week, buddy.
1: Well, that's a good—that's good news because then it means we don't have to uh, edit out all the shitty dad jokes that the professor does.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's still—he's uh, still leading the lunatics, ticks, I think, right now. So he had yeah. another one on Facebook on his personal page the other day, and I can't remember what it was, but I just like—you got to be kidding me.
1: Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, "Wow, he does these even when he's not in studio." So yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, that's our buddy right there. No, our
1: he's, buddy. he's he's uh currently practicing with the the Lone Rangers. No, 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 you said that to all wrong. To How did I say it wrong? Oh, because I did the, the Lone Rangers. Rangers. I'm not Joe Montana. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, he's he's practicing with them because uh, you know they're gonna take their traveling band on the road. Allegedly, I don't know where they're going. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to be live. performing
0: at a farmer's market near you this summer.
1: Probably. Check it out. The Lone yeah. Rangers will be near you. <laughs> By the way, I've seen their yeah. get up for the tour. Woo, they all are wearing the mask, too. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs yeah. and uh, the professor may or may not be an assless chaps.
0: I was just going to say there's going to be lots of chaps. Definitely going to be in chaps.
1: And we're going to stick a Horror Zone 607 sticker to his ass for every show.
0: Well, you know, we got to advertise somewhere
1: absolutely I and mean, we might it's free as well. advertisement it is free
0: advertisement <laughs> and, you know everybody wants to see that so
1: uh, actually nobody wants to see that just that just in. <laughs> <laughs> people are paying to not go
0: <laughs> All right well professor you know we miss your buddy uh this the show is going to be hard to get through without you something tells me it's going to be a smashing success uh, that's just my guess. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, Rich, but I, I think this is going to be a great show. I, gotta throw, I
1: think it's going to be a great show, but I, I wonder how the professor feels because I do know that he listens to the show when he's not on, and he realizes that every week he doesn't come on, we just roast the shit out of him for at least five <laughs> minutes. So there's there's part of me that wonders, I don't, uh, just for the record, I do not feel bad about any of this. No. So when he's listening, and for our listeners at home, you wouldn't feel bad either if you knew him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's all ours, though. He's all he ours. Is. He belongs to us. Although I do, like our-
1: I do need to make plans with him because we are uh, planning that watch-along. Uh, we're going to start doing movie watch-alongs. We're going to be waiting for the Horror Zone ones until Mike C is back, which will be the end of May, beginning of June. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. In June, there'll be the first Horror Zone movie watch-along movie night on twitch.tv. But in May, we already announced we've got to get the date. And I know the professor wants in, so i got to really work it out with him as well. Uh, we're doing the first uh, 3FN 607 podcast, if you will, movie night and uh, that we've done since COVID. We used to do these in person. You remember that? You may remember, Mike? have yeah. a few. We would do them in person at Dragon Master Games. We'd have a live audience, and then we'd do a live podcast after, and we would release it. However, now we're streaming anyway, so I would say that in the future, even if we had a live audience, we would still stream this live. However, we can't have really a live audience. So it kind of works out that we're streaming, so you can watch along with us. Obviously, you put it on. We tell you when to hit play, and we have a lot of fun. We give fun facts during it. We have a lot of fun. You know, we make jokes and everything else. Well, the first movie up, and I told the professor, is uh, the legendary Def Jam Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Yes, And the professor wanted in So I gotta get with him when we get the date Just to make sure he's not touring with the Lone Rangers So he can actually be a part of it I think we'll have a lot of fun during that one Personally, uh, it's one of uh, my favorite Cheesiest movies of all time
0: I've never seen it I wish I could come watch it with you guys But you know, maybe I'll be there Maybe, maybe it'll be the time when I can be there, who knows
1: Well, I mean, I'm fully I'm, uh, No, it's gonna be in the beginning of the month, sorry man uh, but, okay. but I mean, I'm fully vaccinated And you're half vaccinated I could always come over and cuddle with you and watch it with you just to prep
0: we really could have a nice little spooning session.
1: We we can because like I Lots said, I, I, am, I am fully vaccinated. I've been fully vaccinated for three weeks now because I yep. was two weeks it's two weeks past your second shot. And my second shot, yeah. my second shot was April Fool's Day, <laughs> ah. so actually it's been yeah, it's That's been three fitting. weeks. Yeah, ironically yeah. enough, and uh, it was weird at first because I was like, "Are you really giving me the vaccine? or Are you giving me something else?" Because it's April Fool's Day yeah <laughs> you know i felt i felt like they might have been able to slide something else in there and i'm like why do i feel like a clown today
0: because we yeah, gave you water sort of little battery acid never hurt anybody Yeah, you know what i mean so you know my yeah. my,
1: my, my my uh doctor that gave me the shot his name was uh dr giggles
0: <laughs> dr giggles <laughs> Does anybody now, remember? I was going to say, does that anybody
1: movie... remember Doctor Hills? I've only fans. seen it all you the ever? way through
0: once. It was one of the most disgusting movies I've ever seen. Like, was, some of the kills were just too much.
1: I agree with you. It is a very uh, disgusting movie, but it's also a very bad movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is. That one's. I'm surprised that was in theaters. Actually, having seen it. Oh yeah, that seems like it should have been a direct-to-video movie. You know but... what's sad?
1: I always thought that the Dennis was better, and that should have been in the theaters, and it wasn't.
0: I've never seen that. Really? the, the Burson's Burns? yeah, it? Yeah, yeah.
1: The first one is, is is pretty good. I'm not saying great. It's not a great movie. It's a made-for-Cinemax movie, but it's good. It's, it's serviceable. Yeah. And the second one is just hilarious. I don't know if it's supposed to be, but <laughs> such is life.
0: Such is life. Well, I don't know. It's going to be good to be back in the studio. I've, I've got a we- little less than two weeks before I get my second shot, and a couple weeks after that. Do, uh,
1: do you realize um, you won't even know what studio to go to? You've never been in the new studio.
0: Is it the one that's right next door to where yeah, we were before? Yeah, it's the bigger studio.
1: But and by yeah. the time and on top of that, when you come back, it's not going to be the same table. It's not going to be. You yeah. know, the, it will be the same boards and microphones and stuff. But it it's going to be a whole different setup. Literally yeah. by Thursday when we go live for the wrestling show, you'll probably be able to see some of it. Uh, it won't be the finished product, but the desk should be in here, and uh, the cords will be out of the way because they'll be ran underneath. It's, 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 we're going through some changes because yeah. of the streaming and stuff and uh, your guys' support uh, all the way around. So thank you, guys. We're growing you up, and we're,
0: we're, we're becoming men.
1: Absolutely. Why it's, not? It's
0: those kinds of changes.
1: Yeah, we're going through changes. Yeah. Uh, the professor's getting hair in places he never knew he had.
0: I know. You know, that guy, if he's ever a butterfly that's, that's just transformed from a caterpillar, I don't know who is. I don't He's either. our little butterfly, that guy. He is. He really is. Professor, if you're listening, thank you for being our little butterfly, little fella. <laughs> well, you little know fella. what?
1: The good old Tinkle Fist. Yeah, uh, with, tinkle with that. Fist. And you know, the fucked up part is we didn't even make that up. He came up with that. Oh, I sudden. know.
0: <laughs> but with I that being said. forgot so. about Tinkle Fist until he brought that up last week. I know. Well, no, so.
1: I brought it up last week, and he owned it.
0: So, so, was so you, good. Somebody yeah, brought it up. up. I remember hearing it. That's the person I had person I'd heard of that in a couple of years. But so. I
1: think this will conclude our five minutes of material on The Professor. <laughs> I did I did sneak some actual information in there, but yeah, it was pretty much five minutes on The Professor. So right. guess what time it is. It's time for the Horror Zone, Horror Zone News.
0: It's time for the news. That's right. And what bigger story could we start with this week other than the Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It trailer hit? And uh, it was uh, interesting. I'm uh, kind of wondering what you thought of it.
1: So I'm going to tell you a fun fact about this. I purposely did not watch the trailer when it came out, and the reason being is I was going to see Mortal Kombat on Friday, mm-hmm. and I had a little ink- inkling that I was going to get to see the trailer before Mortal Kombat. Guess who got to see the trailer on the big screen before Mortal Kombat? Me. <laughs> so I was heard. right. Uh, so I, I waited to see that because I figured I felt like it, on the big screen, a trailer's always better, let's be honest. Yeah. So uh, what did I think? Well, you know me. I'm not a fan of haunted house movies and ghost movies and spirit movies and possession movies. I'm not a huge fan. It's got to be a super good movie. I E we've talked about and I know you're terrified of it, but we talked about I am a fan of The Exorcist. No, I actually do also like the the third Exorcist movie. Not like it's not great, but it's actually good compared to the second movie. <laughs> but I do like the Conjuring movies. The actual movies. The uh spin-off movies have been hit or miss as we know I'm not a big fan of Annabelle. The Nun was god awful and atrocious. Uh there's a curse was good. Yeah. Curse of La La was good. So I, I can't shit on that, but I mean, uh, you know, it's hit or miss for me, but I did like the conjuring conjuring too. With that being said, let's dive into uh, the trailer at hand. I don't know what the fuck to think of this movie. I'm going to be blunt about it. <laughs> I really just don't. It confused the ever loving shit out of me. First of all, I didn't realize on the big screen it was the Conjuring movie until after the first like 30 seconds of the trailer. Because when you first see the guy walking down the street covered in blood and his like veins are like blue and sticking out, I thought it was a zombie movie. I'm like, what zombie movies coming out? Right. And then I thought it was that real shitty Michael Bay pandemic movie he made. <laughs> like those that, that are where my mind went first, not to the Conjuring. And then, I, of course, then you realize very quickly, you know, you get to see, you know, before you even see the actors, you actually just see the from the books of the Ed and Lorraine Warren, and you're like, ah, it's yep. son of a bitch, it's a country. So the, I guess the synopsis of the movie that I take from the trailer is that it is somebody in the 1980s who killed some people, killed his family, right? I do believe it was his family.
0: That's, yes. And he yes.
1: blames it on being possessed. Right. And it looks like the Warrens are defending him in court by saying he's possessed. Right. And then, the devil um, made him do it. And then there's all these weird scenes where like, uh, you know, uh, Lorraine uh, Warren is going into the uh, upside down is the best way I can put it. Yeah. <laughs> it, Cause it did. It looked like the upside down when she was going it, back and forth really from reality to this. And I'm just like, okay. And I was complete. I was completely lost upon it. Uh, that's not saying that it's going to be bad. I just I don't know if this did it for me. Like I'm going to go to see the movie either way. We've already talked about this, and hopefully you'll be back and we can go to see this in a theater. Uh, which I do believe that's in your time frame, is it not? Maybe. Yeah,
0: it's going to be out, uh, both on HBO Max and in theaters on June fourth. So yeah, so. we're right
1: in right in time. It might be the first movie I get to go see with you in a theater. Right. So with that being said. Uh, I, I just, I'm going to still go. I'm, I, am i am always excited to go, but I just, and especially now I will say this, I've seen two movies in the theater and, uh, locally, I don't know how it is around any of you guys out there who listen to us. Cause I know some of you do not live in the 607. Obviously we're, you know, you know, we've gone international and stuff like that. I'm not even bragging and it's not even a humble brag. I'm just saying, I know that you guys have different rules wherever you're from, where you're listening to us. So I don't know how your theaters are operating, but uh, the only one locally that's been open is AMC until May 15th when finally the local Regal Theater is also opening. And AMC has been doing, in my opinion, a very good job of uh, the spacing and the separation. I feel very safe at the theater. So it's making the the return to the theater that much better for me. And I do love movies on the big screen. Right. Uh, so and I've seen Godzilla vs. Kong and now Mortal Kombat on the big screen. And... uh I'm just going to say I'm excited to go see any movie on the big screen now because of A Year Without It, and that was a big part of our lives, as you know, Mike knows, all you yeah. listeners know, because you used to talk, talk about going to the movies every week. So it's a huge part of our lives to go to the theater, so it's kind of nice to have it back. But at the same time, I don't know how I feel about, with that being said, I like talking up going to the theater, but I don't know what this movie is, and I don't know if I'm even going to like it. <laughs> uh, just throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, to me, it looks like it's going to be very, 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 very heavy on CGI, and it looked like all of the other Conjuring Universe movies. To me, it looked like like just way over the top. Um, the The trailer did nothing for me, and it made me actually not want to see it. Ooh. I will still see it because just you know, if I'm if I'm being honest, the the first two movies, maybe not so much the first one, but the second one definitely. I remember going to the theater with our our friend the Maestro and his girlfriend. And I didn't even want to be there. I wasn't excited. I almost like just said, you know what, guys, I don't want to watch this and, and left. And I, I decided to stay and I ended up really, really liking it. So, you know, something tells me I'll end up enjoying it. But I didn't think that the trailer did it any justice. It just looks like every other horror movie that comes out nowadays that's full of CGI and over the top horror action. And I can't stand those, those kinds of movies. So, you know, it did turn me off to wanting to see it, but I'm still planning on it. And, you know, it'll probably end up being really good. If not, of course, I'm going to trash it on the show, you know, and give it a give it a score somewhere around Halloween 2018. But um, you never know, you know. It's they they've done okay with the first two, so I've got faith that it will actually turn out to be really good.
1: Listen, you're not wrong. I'm I'm with you on it. I mean, i if you loved if you're listening and you love the trail, that's fine. I just didn't see anything in it that made me go, man, I, I need to see this movie.
0: You see, yeah, but so it just kind of looked like see the, it. the nun and stuff like that, where it was just Ooh. jump scares and and bad CGI.
1: I mean, the scene, like, I guess the scene that was supposed to get you is the one where she's running, and then all of a sudden, she's at the edge of the cliff.
0: And yeah, then she turns which,
1: around, and she gets pulled. And you're yeah. just like,
0: ugh. So how is that happening when they're outside on a cliff somewhere? The don't upside these down. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling it's just, you,
1: it's a crossover with the the uh, Stranger Things universe.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, most of the time, I, I think in a lot of cases, trailers actually give away too much in them and they make me kind of want to see something and then i end up disappointed with it it's not usually the other way around to me uh where you know you see a trailer it looks terrible you end up you end up really liking the movie so i'm, I'm hoping it's gonna be that I, I really do hope that we like it and um i don't know, As you know we're, do I. we're about a month away a little over a month away before we're gonna know but um yeah it is what it is we're gonna find out soon enough
1: I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm just excited to go see any movie. But yeah, at this point, but I, I can't wait to see it. Just because, hey, worst case scenario, it's the first one that I didn't like in the actual Conjuring line. Like you know, as right. of, not the spinoffs, but the actual Conjuring, just the
0: Conjuring movies, right? But
1: uh, you know, but uh, that's a risk that we have to take.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna do it for you, fans. That's right. If it's bad, that's, I'm gonna blame you for. for the reason I went to see it. <laughs> You see what you fans did to us? You made us sit through this terrible movie. It's all your fault.
1: It's not like when I went to see The Grudge with Mike C. That was Mike C.'s fault.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh, what a stinker or, that or was. Or Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> you know, I've seen that a couple more times since it's been like on HBO or wherever it is. And I like it a little bit more than I remember liking it in the theaters. I still don't think it's great. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, little, it
1: again. I was going to say a little bit is not that much of an improvement.
0: No, no, it's like I said, it's still not a great movie, but it's got a good atmosphere to it, and the actors did a you know a pretty good job the you know the the young girls that were in the movie and everything. oh, I, I think they did that. a pretty good job. Yeah, I think they it was great. just it was just way too much. The acting it was, was great. way too much
1: and the best parts of the movie had nothing to do with Annabelle,
0: yeah, exactly, other than Annabelle was the driving force making everything come to life it, and doing it, what it was doing.
1: It made me want to see some of those spinoffs <laughs> like I'm yeah. like, why don't we get that spin-off? like, fuck, fuck this, give me that spin-off.
0: Right, I don't know that I'd want to see the wedding dress. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know mm. that I'd want to see that movie, but
1: the TV, you
0: know, the TV was kind of cool. And of yeah. course,
1: the wolf. And they've been they've been teasing that for a
0: while. Well, I think originally that wolf was supposed to have something to do with the Conjuring Three, and maybe it still does. But it had something to do with a werewolf, and that was supposed to come out in, in the Conjuring Part Three.
1: I hope so. I, I like that part of that movie. I'm gonna throw that out.
0: Yeah, there. it was kind of scary. You know, the kid hides himself in the chicken coop and the thing's just outside stalking around. He got deboed. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> um to kind of kind of a sub-story here to go along with the Conjuring 3. Uh, Rich, you actually sent this to me during the week and it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, DC Comics is launching a brand new DC horror label. Uh, it's gonna come with it's gonna start with a five-issue series that takes place within the Conjuring universe. Uh, it's gonna be called The Conjuring the lover and it's a prelude to the conjuring three
1: yes and it is it's always it's gonna also come out right in time for the conjuring three as well yeah uh, so uh basically uh, they they were explaining uh the synopsis of it and it says the lover sets up the devil made me do it expanding the tragic story of jessica a college freshman returning to campus after winter break bringing with her the anxieties of last semester's poor grades the awkwardness of facing a boy she wishes she'd never slept with and an undeniably unnerving feeling of being watched. Jessica soon comes to realize that something evil has made her its target, and it will not rest until it has her in its unholy grip. But why did this sinister presence set its sights on a seemingly normal college freshman? Mm. Yeah, so it will be uh, future backup stories that further explore the mysteries of the artifact Room of Lorraine and Ed Warren from The Conjuring Universe. So it looks like they're setting up to not just do this, but it looks like they're setting up to do... Further conjuring comic books,
0: yes, yeah, it's definitely what it sounds like. The, you know, the the couple of illustrations that they did show in there look pretty cool. Uh, yeah, this, oh, the different co- the cool. different
1: covers because they're yeah. all the different cover arts. I don't know which ones. I was trying to look on them because they don't say which ones are the alternates right off the top, but they're pretty all pretty cool. I'm assuming the last maybe
0: they're just the different issues.
1: Uh, no, they're all issue one. Oh, they, they all, all say okay. they all say one of five on them. Oh, actually, no, the, the second one is number two. Sorry, so the first two are, are number one. And the actual, uh, the second picture in the article on Bloody Disgusting, uh, if you want to look it up, the Bloody Disgusting article is called DC Launching New DC Horror Label with Limited Comic Series of Conjuring, The Lover uh, by John Squires. And it was published on April 23rd, of 2021. So if you were just looking at it, it's under their comics uh, portion. But the second one is really cool. It's like a VHS, and it looks like a shower with blood coming out of it onto the young lady. Yep. And it says the terror that won't wash off. And there's a be kind rewind sticker on it. And it looks yeah. like a VHS tape that you would rent. It's actually really cool. I want that yeah, cover bad.
0: Beat up and everything.
1: Yeah, I want yeah. that cover bad. That's one of the ones that I definitely need to get. I do have all those deceased ones that I should hang in studio eventually. Ooh.
0: Yeah, I always wanted to get those and it's been locked up for so long I never actually got to. A I comic got all
1: bookstore. of them. All them. of them. All the horror variants, but with that being said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. DC does a good job in horror. Uh, they did a great job with The the Deceased, which was in the superhero world, but it was really good. Uh, I have no questions that they'll do a good job with this, and uh, hopefully this leads to some really other cool uh, avenues. We know Marvel has been yep. in the horror genre for a while. Uh, Marvel you know, did it with their superheroes first with uh, Marvel Zombies. And of course, yep. uh, most recently they've been uh, dabbling in some other horror esque things, i.e., uh, Predator and Alien,
0: right? Which they right. have
1: the, the 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 rights to do those in uh, comic book form. So it's been yeah for now really well yeah. Well, <laughs> we talked about that last week. Let's not dive back yeah, into that exactly. again. But at the same point, <laughs> story, that I mean, that's, I'm just saying they have really good stuff going on
0: there, right? Yeah, I'm excited for this one. So I, who knows, this might actually be better than the movie. So (laughs) we're going to find out. Cheers to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got to get my hands on on that when it comes out. So I'm excited for that. Um, We can file this next story under the duh category that we have here. Uh, According to Finn Wolfhard, season four of Stranger Things is likely not going to be coming out until 2022.
1: Zero surprise. Yeah, With the fact that they stopped producing it and then re- restarted and they restarted late, there's no reason to rush it.
0: Right, right. They did say the, uh, the writers of the show said that in kind of a unintended way it might actually end up making it the best season yet just because they had time to kind of fix things ahead of time, you know, instead of rewriting them and refilming things and reshooting and stuff like that. It really gave them time to come up with what was going to work best. Once so, again,
1: I said it before. This they originally wanted to take some time off, and people kind of got at them, and that's why we got season three quicker than they wanted to do it. They finally got their time. I mean, it sucked how they had to get it, but they finally got their yep. time. So I feel like we're caught up to where they wanted to be, anyways.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I am disappointed. I kept hoping that it was going to be out like maybe this July, like it was a couple of years ago for season three. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, you know, I'd rather have something that's going to be really good than mediocre. Uh, not that I thought that it was going to be mediocre at all to begin with, but you know, if it's, if it's going to blow my mind away, you know, that's what I want to see it. The end of season three is really going to be tough to beat anyway. It's just, that whole season was great. I was going to And that finale season. of the episode, you know, it's, I don't know how you beat that. So. Man, I
1: put off watching that season finale for like two weeks because you and Ron told me how much of a heart pull it was. And then I finally watched <laughs> it. Really it. You guys were not, you guys were not lying, but I did it. I had to be in the right mind
0: state for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. So I got to get back and watch that again. I've only watched that season once, and I do want to watch it again before season four does come out. But I just that's what I remember is just how heart-wrenching it was and just how good the season was in general.
1: Yeah, that season was amazing. It's going to be hard to top season three.
0: It really is. I don't care what anybody says. That was the best season. That was better than season one. I agree. In in, in my opinion. No, I agree. Season two, I was kind of just like, eh, and I don't even want to go back and watch that again. But the third one, I do. I feel like season
1: three hit its stride, man. You know the characters. You've already fallen in love with most of the characters. You had the serious side and the storytelling. But at the same point in Juncture, you had some really good comedy.
0: A lot Uh, of comedy. uh,
1: And it was really good, though. It didn't feel like it was forced in there. It was just, you know, meeting the characters and you know what's going on. I love the new Coke joke at one point in Juncture. Right. Where where he's like, it's new. It's better. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. No, no, it's new. New means better. (laughs)
0: Right. <laughs> you know, I remember those days. So New Coke? Uh oh, please, yeah.
1: don't bring New Coke back.
0: New Coke in the commercials trying to trying to entice you to buy it. So You know, it's funny jokes. they
1: re-released New Coke for that. If I if you remember, they had the oh, special yeah. edition cans. Uh my my, right. my my uh, stepson has a couple of the cans in the room and we bought some to drink as well. And uh, I'll tell you what—I still don't like New Coke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was everything you remember and loved about it. So.
1: Well, the year I got married in 2016, because that's the year I got married, they brought back uh, Crystal Clear Pepsi. Oh yeah, and I loved it because I
0: love uh, Crystal Clear
1: Pepsi to begin with. Hey, don't give me that shit.
0: Uh, I only had one of those. It was—I want to say it was 1993. I remember I was in high school. I was hanging out with friends. You were listening we to Van Halen and got one. It was not good.
1: You were listening to Van Halen right now
0: pretty much i remember that was going through my head i think we might have even been singing it while we were drinking it
1: because that was the big cad campaign for remember yeah uh yeah no actually i enjoy i actually enjoyed crystal clear pepsi and i enjoyed it when they brought it back me and diesel went out of our way while shopping for stuff the last minute stuff for the wedding reception uh because we were we had to get out of there so we we went to do the shopping (laughs) and we saw uh we saw it in the store and we're like we're drinking one of these (laughs) it was delicious
0: uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it ever comes out again. Maybe I'll have to try it again. But I remember not caring much for it. Yeah,
1: so, you don't care yeah. for a lot of things.
0: No, I'm the heel of the group. That's true. I'm the bad guy. I would have said wrote. I would have said hipster, but still, I, I hardly call myself a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite of one of those guys. But no offense to any of you hipsters that are listening. We have, our, I'm sure, we have a big hipster fan base out there. Well, that's because so. the
1: professor's on the show.
0: Yes, yes, and he's definitely a hipster. With his little bow tie and whatnot, definitely Lonely. little bugger, little guy. We miss him. Uh, this next uh, story is something I know you're going to be excited for, and it's it's something that's nothing nothing is set in stone for this. But David Fincher and Netflix are discussing a third season of Mine Hunter.
1: I was so upset when they canceled the first time. Any talks are good. I really love Mindhunter. If you did not watch Mindhunter on Netflix, both seasons are up on Netflix and they're super good. Uh, it's it is it's fictionalized, let's be honest, it's not completely, but it is based on the true story of uh, the real uh, birth of the behavioral analysis unit. So if you're like what got me into the show is I always liked Criminal Minds. I mean, I I grew out of it eventually, but I still like, you know, especially like the first 5-6 seasons. Uh, and uh, this is like the real deal, if you will. This is the where we came in, and you know how how it was created, really. And you also get to be some real serial killers, Edmund Kemper, and uh, so much good shit. Uh, got Charles Manson, it comes in the second season. Uh, you're following around who you assume, or well, you don't just assume. You kind of find out is BTK. It's some good shit, man. It's a really, really good uh, television series. And I'm like, I need more because I need this to continue on. And they've kind of took you into all these times. And it's like, come on, we need more. Yep. So give me I, know, more. You've,
0: you've always talked uh, very positively about it. And I've been wanting to watch it. Um, I, I really need to sit down and, and get it. I put it on my wish list of, of things to watch on Netflix. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I was actually going to start watching it this weekend. But I decided to, I finally broke down and bought uh, seasons one and two of Scream Queens. And I'm currently rewatching season one of that right now. Man, is that a funny show? That that was such a just a tragic thing that they canceled that when it did. It was so good. Jamie Lee Curtis and Emma Roberts. Oh my God, were they great? But um, yeah, so I'm kind of working on that right now, and I, eventually I'm gonna get to Mindhunter.
1: Good stuff, man.
0: Uh, Lionsgate is developing an American Psycho TV series. Uh, so that is is actually in the works right now, but. The other part of the story is rumor has it. They're also developing a series within the book of saw universe for television. That's
1: intriguing and interesting. I'm, I'm game for both. Uh, I'd like to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to see, I don't know that I want to see a book of saw TV series because let's face it. Most of those have not worked out on television and it ends up having an impact on their, on the movies and, you know, being released. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that we probably might have gotten a, a a Scream Five sooner, but the TV series did so poorly on MTV that I think that it kind of held them back from making another movie.
1: But on the other uh, end of that, you had the the Purge TV show,
0: right? But it only went two seasons. People didn't watch it. It was excellent. It was that's what I'm it. saying.
1: It was excellent, unfortunately, people didn't watch it. It was fucking amazing, though.
0: Yeah. Clarice is something I've been watching this season And uh, they've only really had a few episodes They keep going back and replaying from the beginning again And I happen to look it up And it's not getting very good ratings it, Or like, like uh, Ratings as in like, the number of people watching it um, It's just like the opening episode Got like 4.5 million views And it's gone down to like the low 2 millions since then And there's only been like 6 or 7 episodes um, That's It's a really good show I really enjoy it And I want to see a lot more of that and something tells me we're not going to be getting a season two of Clarice. So you know, I just don't want to see things you know like this where it's going to hurt it. American Psycho. I know everybody loves that movie. I actually watched it once and I did not like it at all. There was nothing in it whatsoever that I understood that everybody loved. Um, but I know it's a big story and it, it is going to be coming to the you know to, to TV screens. Um, so you know that's going to be happening. But I just don't know about about Saw. You know, I, I can see where it could make a TV series, but I don't know that I want to see that. Something tells me it's not going to get very many views, and it's going to end up costing the the, uh, the movie series some setbacks. So that's just my take on it.
1: Could be. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I, I'm always leery about things. But hey, I'm also excited for anything we get in uh, the multi, many different uh, avenues of horror.
0: Yeah, same here. I mean, I, I feel the same way about Chucky. You know, I can't wait to see that series, but something tells me, you know, it's going to be on Sci-Fi Network. And yes, USA, but they just don't have a good track record of those things working out. So, uh, something tells me we're not going to get much what of Chucky in one or two seasons.
1: The last time we had something this cool on uh, Sci-Fi was *Leprechaun Returns*. Amazing
0: classic <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. The greatest movie of this or any other generation. Listen, Leprechaun Returns.
1: It is It is the sequel that we never knew that we wanted, and we still don't fucking want.
0: <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to go there. I, I will tell you this the Banana Splits movie was extremely entertaining.
1: I did enjoy that. I did enjoy that. Uh, oh, you did finally see it? Yeah, I saw it. It was great. I, I enjoyed it. I want to see this uh, Nick Cage movie. I've not seen that yet, though. The one right, that's kind of like right. Five Nights in Freddy's, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see that. It looks good, and it's getting some good reviews from people. So I definitely need to see that as well. Right. Uh, but I also heard breaking news, by the way, Mike C. That uh, Sci-Fi is is actually developing another horror franchise in uh, for a TV series. True story. Okay, this just came across the wire. It's fucking amazing. Who would have thought it? But uh, allegedly, allegedly, they have gotten the rights and will be doing a full. Uh, it, it's only going to be one season, though. It's going to be six episodes. It's going to be Freddy's Dead adapted for the television. Yes.
0: All the same <laughs> actors and actresses are coming back. Everybody's the same.
1: Everybody's the same. Uh, yep. Robert Englund is not wearing the makeup though, because you know.
0: Even I think even Jeff Acoda is going to be in there. Everybody's coming with us back. Thing. Yeah. Everybody his, everybody. his spirit will be there uh, in the. In the uh, if in you're the, not uh, with Freddy's us anymore,
1: world. CGI. Yeah. Hey, Brecken Myers coming back.
0: Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little Brecken Myers?
1: Even Johnny Depp's going to do his cameo again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like scene for scene. It's going to be. I mean, this is going to be just like the psycho remake. It's going to be shot for shot, the exact same thing, but in TV series format. That's right. Great six news. six great great episodes. episodes. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez.
1: Unfortunately, that's that's not true.
0: Yeah. It's I don't know. And if we did get that ar- if we did
1: get that article, it would be it would be coming from we dot com. And yeah, if you know exactly. anything about that, <laughs> you know as soon as you see that that's where it came from, it's bullshit.
0: Right. Exactly. That's we we should start some clickbait with that one.
1: I, I I've been tempted in the past because I make the the Freddy's Dead joke every week and I get creative <laughs> with it like I did sometimes. I'm like, man, that'd been great to run an article and see how many right. people bid on it.
0: <laughs> get millions of
1: views. Although you know what it'd be even better to really troll them, be like in, in reprising his role as Freddy Krueger for the remake of uh Friday or I mean uh, Freddy's Dead is gonna be Jackie Earl Haley.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man.
1: Oh man, the internet would be fucking pissed.
0: Yeah. We would we would absolutely just destroy the internet with that and we'd get death threats and everything else. Ah, uh, it's, it's fun stuff. People would use their the the uh the whole uh Thing, you know the whole uh twitter and everything just to, to threaten us and, and want to shut down and canceled That's so true. That's true. i think we should do it and see how far we can get with it <laughs> <laughs> time to pack right. it up folks right exactly uh finally this week uh we got some box office news uh first of all godzilla versus kong has now passed 400 million dollars worldwide
1: congratulations making that money making sure we get more monster verse movies i'm excited i'm in
0: Absolutely. And uh, I know you saw the other one this weekend. I have not. Uh, I might watch it. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in it. But Mortal Kombat made $22.5 million here in the States and a global total of $55 million worldwide here so far. Yeah, I did
1: see it this weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about a review style on 3 Fat nerds podcast this week. If you want to check it out, just uh, type it in, and we have a, we'll have a full review during Talking Nerd. Of course, we always put the little disclaimer and the time stamps up for people who don't want it spoiled. But uh, I'll say here as a teaser – I enjoyed the movie. I found it very entertaining, and but it's not exactly a great movie. <laughs> but it's but once again, I got exactly what I thought I was going to get in a Mortal Kombat movie. I got violence. I got blood. I got fatalities. Like,
0: what else can you ask for? Was it just like the original one from the 90s? No. It was better?
1: Um, that's up for debate. I, there was a lot of things that were better. There was a, And there were some things that weren't. And I'm not gotcha. saying the, the, one, the original one from the 90s. We're not talking about Annihilation, which was horrible. It was way better than that. But the <laughs> one in the 90s actually had like a more coherent story. This one does not. But this one had better action and better kills, and it was rated R. And uh, there was some really cool stuff. And I don't want to give too much away because uh, people should see it on their own. Of course, you can watch it for HBO Max with subscription. Uh, it is up on there. I did see it in the theater. And uh, I, I'm not regretting going to see it. It was what I expected. I heard a lot of There's been mixed reviews. There's people who are saying what I'm saying. There's people who are really hating it. And I think, like, a lot of times I say that the people who are uh, hating it are being unfair to it because I think they, they wanted something that they weren't going to get. Right. That, I mean, that's just my opinion, but I really do. Like, what did you want from the movie? I, I needed blood. I needed guts. I needed fatalities. And that's all I really needed. And that's what I got. I got action, blood, guts, and fatalities. Uh, beyond that, everything else would have been bonus with a cherry on top.
0: Right? Did it have the uh, the uh, familiar song, the Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no.
1: Ah. and no. They did different remixes of it, but yes, it was throughout the movie. <laughs>
0: yes. But it wasn't worth it, the price of admission. It was alone. never
1: the actual like original version.
0: Gotcha. Well, you no. Know, yeah, maybe one of these days I'll watch it. Probably not. I had no interest in this one right from the start, but.
1: Hey, I mean, Whatever. it's worth a watch. If you have something, that if you're bored and you want to just flip on your HBO Max, it's actually a good watch. It's quick, too. Okay. It's like an
0: hour and a half long. Oh, yeah, it's not too bad. And of course, the fatalities were real in the movie. There was no CGI whatsoever.
1: Uh, No, but you know what? The CGI didn't look bad in this one. They actually spent the money on it. <laughs> like, oh. I'm being serious. Like, it didn't look bad. I got to say, uh, the because the, they used the of course, in that world, you have to use some CGI characters and right? they uh they didn't look bad although i was hoping if you really wanted to give like a make me mark out they should have done the old school mortal Kombat style right
0: like, right like
1: the actual like real shitty look to it but i think it would yeah. be fun
0: Certainly. yeah oh,
1: they do they do shit like that in the movie too so you'll be you'll love that <laughs> great <laughs> and everybody has to introduce themselves out of nowhere so it's weird
0: oh they nice. make it very weird yeah but yeah, it's like days. I said,
1: like I said, it's still a fun watch cuz there's lots of uh it's funny and it's got a lot of fucking blood and guts.
0: Right, right. Well, we'll get there maybe one of these days, who knows. It's just not my cup of tea, I guess. Eh, so well.
1: You know what, if you want to tell us how you felt about Mortal Kombat or anything we talked about in the news segment or anything we talk about during the show, or if you want to drop a movie we should see, review, or anything else, or just want to say hello, you can do that on social media. We're HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share that page. We're at Zone 607 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, make sure you use that hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Uh, find out more about the show and everything we're doing over here at 8122Productions by going to 8122Productions.com and of course, uh, while you're there, it'll give you links to the 3 Fat Nerds podcast. It'll give you links to our good friends over at the ODPH and so much more. Plus, on top of that, you'll get the link to the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Podcast. We got a lot more live streaming coming up, including some horror stuff when Mike C is rejoining us. Uh, if if you guys enjoyed, uh, if you saw and enjoyed the Freddy's dead watch along with myself and the professor, we're going to have more stuff like that. And that was a lot of fun to do. So I hope uh, you guys uh, did see it. And if not, you're going to get to see a lot more of that. I know Lomageddon is a hotless item uh, amongst <laughs> other things. Uh, also uh, if you would like to support the podcast monetarily and help us pay some of the bills around here you can do that at Patreon patreon.com slash 8122productions for as little as $1 a month you get a ton of extra bonus content and you get this show early so uh, as soon as we record it that night I put it up for you everybody else gets it the next day so you know you get it early and eventually when Mike C comes back we've also talked about what we do with the three fat nerds podcast which you also get that show early but you get the unc- uncensored uncooked edition of that show where we just let everything fly and you get extra reports including 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 the production meeting and all sorts of crazy stuff that we talk about in between the breaks that normally would happen on the show. We're going to be doing that probably with Horror Zone as well, but we wanted to wait until Mike CK back because it's a lot more fun. And uh, trust me, if you enjoy us roasting the professor in the beginning of the show, there's a lot of that uh, before the show starts as well. Uh, <laughs> he and, brings it on himself and other things and other things but uh that's all coming up so if you want to jump ahead of the core curve patreon.com slash 8122 productions and if you join us and if even if it's just for the dollar level and you put in there that you join because of horror zone 607 i'll send you a horror zone 607 sticker absolutely free for just joining so there you go it's uh, a cool by. thank you yeah I, I got a whole care package for you mike
0: Ah, when you come lovely. to the studio
1: finally so that you can find all that information at 8122productions.com or if you want you can just look at the liner notes of this show uh, whatever podcast provider you have you know that little description in the show all the links are right there as well at your disposal so hook it up have a good time and mike c with that being said i do believe it's time for the horror zone 607 trivia question of the Well, it's week.
0: almost time for it it's almost time for it but Before I get to the trivia question this week, uh, coming up on the second segment, so we've been kind of teasing for the last couple of weeks here that starting in May, we're going to start doing uh, a series of reviews from one director, uh, movies from one director per month. So, uh, of course, in in May, we're going to be doing the movies of Mike Flanagan. Uh, So I kind of thought, you know, let's have some fun and start talking a little bit more about directors and the movies that they have directed. And uh, the second segment this week, we're going to be playing... Name that horror movie director. So I'm going to be listing off some movie titles, and Rich is going to have to answer the question, who is the director of these movies? So we're going to be having fun with that coming up here on the second segment. But before we can get to that, now, now it's time for the Horror Zone 607 Trivia Question of the Week. This week's question is... The infamous slasher, Sleepaway Camp, stars a young friend of our show, Felissa Rose, playing a character named What. Once again, the... The question is The infamous slasher Sleepaway Camp stars a young Talissa Rose playing a character named What? The answer to that question is coming up right after the break. Hey,
1: this is kind of Padawan J, Coach Tuffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the zone. Before the break, I asked this week's Horror zone 607 trivia question. And that question was the infamous slasher, Sleepaway Camp, stars a young Felissa Rose playing a character named What? Rich, do you have an answer?
1: Before I answer, I have it on good authority uh, from the professor because I, I gave him a quick message and in tweet form messaged me back kind of like a tweet. He said, and I quote, "Um, um I, I know this, it's so close um <laughs> Haley mills and i said you're a i'm fucking- gonna go with Haley mills i said you're i don't a-. know and i said i sent him back a message that said you're a fucking moron and then we moved <laughs> on <down. laughs> no so uh, all jokes aside uh so the answer i i'm, I'm gonna i'm going to do the, the the up trump uh the character's name is angela and she also technically plays the character of peter that's true yes because I mean, I mean, we the, the the twist reveal. I don't know if we have to say spoiler alert for a movie that came out the same year I was born. That was nineteen eighty three. But yeah, right. Uh, but if we do, spoiler alert. She plays two characters. Technically, technically, yeah. I wonder if she got yeah. double pay. I know she was underage.
0: I hope she did. We should ask her that next time we see her
1: yeah actually i love uh, I love bumping into felissa uh, rose i, I it 's a bad part about in cons she I, I'm not going to cons as she say is bumping into people I get to see a lot and she 's one of them that i 've saw uh, i 've seen at a bunch of different cons i 've worked with her on panels at a bunch of different cons as well she 's fucking amazing man and if uh, you if you're if you 're never not feeling like like you feel like you uh, like are hiccuping or something when you're live with her. She's such a fucking pro, and she'll take over and woo the fucking room. It's amazing. Because uh, I had a I had a little faux pas uh, at Scaricon a couple years ago, and literally she could sense it, and she saved my ass. And I was like, "You're the best." She was like, "That's what I'm here for." It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so she's, she's great. She's, she's super great, but that could also have to do with the fact that it was diesel's birthday and I had been openly drinking all day and nobody knew that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know that until now. Uh, well, I mean, you saw the pictures of me and Doug Bradley and I had a green cup, right? Yeah. Well, that's the brother, brother, brother. There was some uh, whiskey and Coke in that, uh, green cup all day long.
0: (laughs) Uh, And We started
1: about, we had our breakfast and coffee and then we started drinking about 10 a.m. So when, oh I wish so, I didn't
0: miss out on that. So
1: when Diesel right right before the Art the Clown situation, if you look at the pictures on 8122 Productions.com or go back through our archives, the pictures of Diesel with Art the Clown, uh, which is actually David Howard Thornton as well, uh, before those pictures were taken, we had just done two shots back to back and we were already we were already drinking. So not only was he scared, he had already started drinking. <laughs> it was his yes. birthday. What are we gonna do? And I, I had like fifteen panels I had to host that day. I was the Chris Hardwick of that goddamn. You uh, really were. You had
0: to take the ad off somehow.
1: It was good. I mean, I'm I'm not complaining. I had a lot of fun. I got to uh, conversations with Doug Bradley that day, Felissa Rose, Barbara Crampton. I got to hang out with the entire cast of Phantasm. It was pretty awesome. So uh, you know, I'm 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 game for uh, going back. I can't wait. Unfortunately, Sci Fi Horror Fest had to get postponed because of regulations in the state of New York which really sucked because I was looking forward to getting back in there, but I can tell everybody this. Every celebrity we have is already booked for the remake date on uh, in August of 2022. The venue is booked and they're very happy to have us still. And uh, we, because we're uh, technically saving money this year, we're adding a couple extra guests for next year. So it's going to be bigger really? than it was originally going to be. I'm not going to give any, any spoilers. We had only announced one guest but i can promise you we are we had two more guests to announce and there may be four or five guests come next year just because and i mean celebrity guests uh, obviously we 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 were gonna go all out so new venue going all out but now that we saved some money this year the budget for next year just got bigger so what that means for you fans is hopefully we'll be at vernon downs next august because hopefully we'll be in a better place and won't have uh, all these regulations and uh then we'll be able to uh show you what we had going on because trust me it's gonna I, I can't spoil anything that wasn't announced because we want to save it but who we had cj graham was announced he is going to be there in 2022 right and uh a couple other names that you already knew and some that you didn't mike because we're actually ironing out the extra the added one or two that we're going to add uh, mm-hmm. are, are ones that uh we're ironing out currently there's about 10 names that we want and we're going to find out which one we're going to get
0: nice i can't wait till we're off here so i can Kind of pick your brain here a yeah. little bit. But with that being so. said,
1: it's going to be an exciting time. So stay tuned. Uh, and unfortunately, we can't do it this year. But such is life and such is everything going on in the world today.
0: You got that right. It's disappointing. You know, I, I missed the, the live uh, video stream that you guys did, you and Tiffany, uh, when you when you announced that it was going to have to be postponed. But I did catch it a little bit later. Uh, and I was, you know, it, it was what I expected. Um, obviously disappointed. Um, it's nobody's fault, you know. Obviously, it's it's just the world that we're in right now. Um, but it's going to make it that much better when we're all finally together again. Uh, they're good people over there. It's Sci-Fi Horror Fest, and uh, I can't wait to see them again and uh, to meet some really cool celebrities. I was really really excited to meet C.J. Graham and, and the the couple of other celebrities that I knew about that have not been announced yet. So I, I can't wait to hear who else you guys possibly have.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Know. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Unfortunately, we have to wait another year, but. It's going to be um, all good. It'll be worth the wait in the long run.
0: It'll go by quick. The last year, is as, as awful as the last year was, I think it went by faster than any other year I can remember. So, it'll go by quick the next year and we'll be there and it'll be worth it when we get there. But you know what, Mike C? You know
1: what time it is? It's time to play America's new hottest game show. Hey, kids!
0: Yes, it is time to play Name That Horror Movie Director. So, what I'm going to do is I kind of mentioned before the break, uh, I've got several directors a lot of them written down here and i've named maybe somewhere between two and four or five movies that that any given director has done and I'm just going to name off the movies and uh, rich i'm going to have you name that director you know just just like the title says that's how we're going to play this game and we're so, going to start off
1: so so the rules to be clear because i usually explained this to me before you're going to start off by naming like one movie see if i can get it then another movie then another movie kind of making them easier for me if you will
0: yeah i think that most of them are pretty simple there's a couple of really challenging ones on here that i actually had to look up right. um so there's there's a few of them that you might struggle in other, with words, a in other bit, words you're
1: trying to lead me to lead the horse to water if i don't get there but i should get there yeah early.
0: yeah let's let's say that right on i that's, like it. that's I like exactly it. right it's a good way to put it all right so let's start off the show here with this uh i'm gonna start at the bottom of my list and work my way up here so the first director uh, there's there's two movies i put on this one so this one's a shorter one halloween resurrection and halloween 2 1981's halloween 2 mm. and no cheating with google i'm not cheating why would i cheat that's, i believe you that's that's we're going uh, on the honor system here i mean there's a new car up for grabs for this game oh so, there was a, a new
1: a, dude if there was a new car i'm fucking cheating all day long
0: yeah yeah, it's a brand like, new Lamborghini. Like,
1: like if we're, we're, what are we, what, what are you fucking crazy? Are we doing this? Let's do it. Cheat for a new <laughs> car. What kind of new car is a Lamborghini? If you really have a Lamborghini, I'm in. I, you know, I'm. I, <laughs> first of all, if you have money to buy a Lamborghini, I know we're getting off track now, but if you have money to buy me a Lamborghini, then why the fuck haven't you bought me a Lamborghini
0: before? Well, it just wasn't time. It wasn't your time, but now it is. This is your time.
1: So this one's uh this one is slightly harder. So you know, uh because obviously when you say Halloween instantly your mind instantly starts going to John Carpenter. Right. Or Rob Zombie. Ha.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But this is a, this is not. Uh the answer I do believe is fuck. Um Well, I know he has the same first name as me. It's Rick. Uh Rick fucking da-da-da-da-da. Now I feel like the professor. Rick uh ba, 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 Rosenthal.
0: Yes. Or as the uh the maestro and I call him Hack Rosenthal because uh, <laughs> everything he's done with the Halloween series has been car- I don't know. I I like a lot of Halloween. Uh,
1: I was going okay, Halloween but, 2 wasn't but, horrible. Halloween 2 there's a lot
0: of good things. Uh, Resurrection, yeah. not so much. He likes to put uh the setting in a hospital and likes to burn Michael Myers. I've noticed that.
1: Actually, you're absolutely right there. Now that you mentioned that. <laughs>
0: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he likes to try to kill off Laurie Strode more viciously than anybody else yes he did succeed the one time to be fair yeah yes he did uh, he also really likes Kung Fu from Buster Rhymes but that's only in yes one movie.
0: Yeah, yes he does yes he does that is a fact it's and funny Buster because
1: I, I, I felt like the professor because his first name came to me and I'm like fucking last name last name last
0: name <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh,
0: oh I should have just said oh. Rick Mills R- Rick Mills. Rick Mills. Haley Mills's brother His Rick. Brother. All right, continue on. Though. <laughs> All right. Next group of movies. I got four of them in here. Lake Placid. Okay, keep going. Friday the 13th Part
1: 2. damn, that's. Give me Friday, another ride it.
0: Friday the 13th Part
1: 3. Ooh, did, 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 did,
0: why why are you doing this to me? You got one more. What's the last one? Halloween H2O. Oh, fuck you, man.
1: Oh. <laughs> you know what the weird part is? As as soon as I had it, I had it, and it was H2O that did it. Steve Miner. Steve Miner. That is correct. Steve Miner. You know what, how sad it is that when you said the first Friday the 13th, I'm like, the second, well, second movie, technically. But when you said it, I was like, oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. And then it's just like I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I feel like the professor again. And then all of a sudden you say – you know what you should have never said, and I'm like, uh, oh, fucking Steve Miner. Although Lake yep. Placid was good,
0: I, I he like did La- direct Halloween Water. Listen, I actually, I actually do like Lake Placid. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's you can tell what era it's from. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's got that it's got that look and feel to it for for that era. But it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's not great. Yeah. I think the other three well, are better you know, movies.
1: It, it, oh, yes, absolutely. But you know, Betty White's in Lake Placid. That's true, and
0: she's foul mouthed. National treasure, damn it. She's a national treasure and she she's got a potty mouth in that movie. All right. All right. Who we got next? Three movies for the next guy. Three. Three movies. The first one? Monkey shines. I was shocked when I saw this. I had no idea he directed this.
1: I'm lost on Monkey Shines.
0: All right. Number 2. Creep Show.
1: Well, that's not really fair though. Creep Show was directed by <laughs> Each segment was directed by somebody
0: else. Are you talking about yeah. the over
1: Are you talking about the sure. overall?
0: Yeah. He was overall in charge of it, I believe. Well, he was
1: the producer. So, I'm, if you're if it's the producer, we're talking George Romero.
0: Yes, that is correct. The Crazies was the other. Oh, the other I would film. have
1: definitely gotten that. Although, if I mixed it up with the remake, not so much. True. But the remake was also good. But uh, yeah, uh, the ba- the f- fair part about Creep Show is technically Stephen King directed a por- portion of that. True. I do believe Joe Dante directed one of the stories in the original Creep Show. I could be wrong. And I know Romero did as well. But he was also the producer, so if you're talking about right. the overall head, that was him. That's why I was like, if he's the overall head guy, then that's Romero. But yeah. if I would have been wrong, then I would have just gone to the last one and figured it out from there.
0: You would have gotten it right with the crazies, yeah, yeah, definitely with the crazies. And I would have, although it was you, the thank original.
1: you. I was gonna say if you would have been like the crazies, I'd be like, oh, I love that remake, like not the remake. Yeah, there's a couple oh. of
0: things I have in here where it's like originals and remakes and stuff like that. I'll I'll clarify that. When okay. we get to those. Thank you
1: though, because that certainly, dude, that fucking sucks when you uh, you're like, oh man, because. I love that remake,
0: <laughs> right? Uh, the next one's easy. Uh, I, I think I think you'll get this one very easily. I've got three movies. I'm just going to name all three of them off right away because anyone no, yeah, should just give it away. It. Uh, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky.
1: Oh man, why? Why do we? Why do I have a fucking blank? Oh, oh, oh. oh Thank you for. By the oh. way, thank you for uh, uh, making the professor notice for me because I believe the professor noise is actually helping me out because it's Don Mancini. And you you know what I had to think of, you know, you know what I had to think of us talking about Don Mancini's TV show. Yeah. And I shouldn't have had to think about that because I I knew the name, but I, every time I feel like I'm on the spot for some reason, it could be because I was up watching UFC last night and then at four o'clock in the morning, uh, uh, work day. Uh, so that could also be it. So I apologize, but, uh, I feel like the professor, although I'm getting the questions right and he would still get them wrong.
0: That's the difference. Right, Right, that's correct. He would have been that's like,
1: ah, uh, ah, uh, what's Craven."
0: I've been asking trivia questions for over a year now, and I, I think he's gotten one, maybe two, right? He's gotten three. We'll give him credit. He's three? gotten three. He's, <laughs> he's gotten, gotten three. three. You got a little hash mark. And the one time I gave
1: him the right to answer for me because I thought it was easy, and he almost got it wrong.
0: <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> he made really me nervous. Is. He made me he super nervous. He does know a mind. lot about horror movies, too. That's what gets me with these things, is he knows so much about horror you movies. You know what it is? is maybe it's because we put him on the spot. Yeah, I'm the same way. If it was you guys asking me, I'd kind of fumble around with the answers, too, just because my my brain gets going faster than my mouth can sometimes, and they just kind of jumble with like, each other up. So I, I probably would be the same way, even though, you know, it's like when I watched Jeopardy. A couple weeks ago, Ooh, I was watching Jeopardy. I and, love uh, Jeopardy, They had a horror man. movie category, and it was like the easiest questions. I was like, oh. oh, oh. You know, and I I do, home and home to
1: I do that at home too. Yeah. I do that at home. Me and my wife will be watching some trivia, and I'll be like, "Ooh!" And then I will get it, and she's like, "Oh, you you I know you knew that." I'm like, <laughs> "Right?" Yeah, just the words don't want to come out. The words, they're bads when they come out of my mouth. Plus, you know how I know you know I'm not using Google because I'm too lazy. I'd I'd have to be like, "Hey Siri," <laughs> oh don't my, my <laughs> phone just activated? Oops, cancel <laughs> out. me <laughs> when I'm working. Oh, I, I, hate it when it, I hate it when it happens and I don't even say, hey, Siri, I say something else. Hey, no, shit, yeah. fuck, it's done it again.
0: <laughs> Same here. I'll be working and I'll be talking to a customer and uh, it, it'll hear me say, like, I can help you with that or something like that. <laughs> and it, Siri comes on, ding, what can I help you with today? So
1: That's the bad part right. about being an iPhone user, that uh, you get lazy about typing things and you just ask questions.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I, I never use it for real. I, it by the way, I got that back.
1: from our good friend Dino.
0: That's ah, that's really? where I
1: got it from because he does it all the time.
0: <laughs> he would ask his phone uh, questions Dino. and my
1: my phone would activate, which is weird.
0: I cannot wait to see that guy again. I miss him. I haven't seen him in a long time, and I miss that guy. Yeah, he's the best. He really is. He really is. He took care of me in high school. He's taken care of me since. He he's a good guy. He, I, there's not many people I know that are better than that guy. All
1: right, all back right. to the game.
0: Back to the game here. This next one's going to be a tough one. I'll be surprised if you get this one. Um, the first it's three three movies in on this one. The stuff. Okay. Full moon high. Okay. And it's alive.
1: Damn, I, I actually don't know. Uh but I guess I'll take a guess.
0: When in doubt, choose C or Haley Mills.
1: No, when in doubt, I yeah. Well, no, because my one. You know what I'm? Because my guess isn't even going to be close to right. So, because uh, I know it's not the person I was thinking about. Uh, so we will just have a fun time and say Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, no. Close though.
0: It's close. Same. Uh, Leonardo starts with an L. The director's name starts with an L. Uh, DiCaprio's got a C in it. This guy's last name starts with C. His name is Larry Cohen.
1: Oh, okay. I, I, you know what? I didn't know that. I was thinking about somebody else with the last name with a C and I knew it wasn't him. So fuck that.
0: Right. My name. You were thinking of me. Yes, I was Tunes. thinking Mike C. Mike C. Forty dollars. I films. directed all three of them. Forty dollars films. Forty dollars films. Exactly, exactly. I can't wait till we start doing those things. Uh, next director, I got two movies here because he hasn't really directed a whole lot yet. But uh, Annabelle Creation and Lights Out.
1: Mm, okay. Lights
0: Out should be a dead giveaway.
1: Lights Out is the dead giveaway. It's um. B- 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 I forgot his first name is Sandberg. Last name is Sandberg.
0: Yep. David F. Sandberg.
1: Alright. I, I knew the last name, but I was like drawing a blank on the David part. David. Right. Because I get I think I get him and uh, the guy that directed Halloween twenty eighteen confused all the time.
0: Right.
1: And I think they have the first the same first name, correct?
0: Uh I don't know. Isn't it was in a I David Gordon Green? David Gordon Green, yeah. Yeah, so they
1: had the same first name.
0: That's why Yeah, and I think that's
1: why I've messed up their first names. All right.
0: One of my one of my lesser favorite uh, directors. Yes, David I understand this,
1: but still. Yeah. I knew, he right. gonna, I knew he wasn't going to be on the list. He
0: just made the list.
1: Yeah, he made yeah. your other list, not this list. Yeah,
0: he made my list, all right. All right. Next couple ones should actually be uh, pretty easy for you here. Uh, next one, I got three movies on it. Dark Man.
1: Die, Dark Man, Die?
0: Yeah. I mean, just the first one, but it should be. <laughs> you should have directed Darkman. all of them, but just the first one. Okay. The next two are going to be the dead giveaways. All right. I'll just give them both to you at the same time. Drag Me to Hell and Army of Darkness. Oh,
1: fucking super easy, Sam Raimi.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Believe it or not, uh, I honestly would have gotten me with Darkman if it was just Darkman, and the reason why is I forgot Sam Raimi directed that.
0: I had no idea that he directed it, and so I I, I, I knew because
1: of a trivia because I watched. Uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube. It's uh, he's is it's uh, minty comedic uh, things. Uh, he does like top ten things you didn't know, and he did one on Darkman. Believe it or not. And the Sam Raimi thing was one of the 10 things you don't know about Darkman. Sam Raimi directed it. But uh, the other two are definitely dead giveaways, as you pointed out. Right. Although kudos to you for not going with Evil Dead.
0: Yeah, I purposely left easy ones off of the list in most cases just because. So the next one's going to be really easy because he hasn't directed a lot. I only got two of them on here. Either one of them are dead giveaways. But Don't Breathe and Evil Dead 2013. Fetty Alvarez. You got that right.
1: Now I know I didn't use Evil Dead for Sam Raimi. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, not to mention it would have been a dead giveaway anyway. Oh, but.
1: absolutely. I mean, well, the dead giveaway is also uh, Well, Don't Breathe is a dead giveaway. Well, actually, that yeah. was no matter what you pick for Fetty Alvarez, is a dead giveaway.
0: Yeah. Because he does not really have a really much.
1: big uh, cinematography. And he, then he went into producing, so it's even weirder.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was only like two or three movies that, it, that he did direct. I don't have the list up in front of me here. I just By the way, sadly out.
1: enough, man, I don't know why, because he does an amazing job as a director.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I really—I don't know—I—I—I really wish that he was going to be doing the the next Evil Dead movie and that it was going to be a sequel to to that. But you know, whatever, it is what it is. I I wish that he was going to be directing the new Texas Chainsaw movie.
1: Absolutely, instead of producing, absolutely.
0: Yeah, but we'll have faith in him. I I kind of have a feeling it's in better hands now than the last couple have been in. I agree. It's going to be a better movie. I, I, I
1: I completely agree
0: all right the next couple ones are going to be challenging these ones i don't know that the professor would have gotten the first one he definitely would get the second one in in the next couple of ones i'm going to do here but uh the next one i'm going to do there's four movies in here and i don't know the last clue might be the one that 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 gives it away okay yeah but i don't know that you're going to know this one okay uh so the first one is the sacrament definitely don't know the roost which is an awesome movie Continue. The Innkeepers.
1: I've definitely seen The Innkeepers. Uh, But continue. What's If you haven't
0: seen The Roost, check it out. The Roost is good. I I haven't Um, seen The Roost. I'm going to be at that. The last one is VHS.
1: Oh, VHS. Fuck. Okay. Wait a minute. What's the name? What's the person's name? Come on. Why am I not thinking about this? I like VHS, too. It's a good movie. Fuck.
0: Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: Okay. The director. Is it? Fuck. Well, I know Adam Wingard had something to do with VHS. But it's not Adam Wingard because he didn't. I know he didn't do those other movies. Fucking West. I don't remember his first name. West. Yes, Ty West. Ty West. All right. But I think Adam Wingard had something to do. I don't know. I don't want to look it up because I don't want to. Use my phone right. for that, but I, I do believe Adam Wingard had some. But VHS was also an anthology movie, so there could have been it awesome was Baltimore there was people.
0: other directors involved in different segments on that. So uh Adam Wingard may have had something to do with that. Yeah. um I swear, I, I, I like I said,
1: me. I swear, I'm just not going to look it up because I'm trying not. I'm trying to stay off on of my phone completely.
0: Right. All right. Next one, three movies. First one, Blair Witch, the more recent one, not not the, the Blair Witch project. one, Blair Witch. Okay the guest
1: are you sure it's not the jerk
0: <laughs> no is, isn't, the, the jerk, isn't the jerk that's a amazing? great movie i have never the jerk seen, is great.
1: honestly i've never seen the guest
0: okay 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 so what's the next last one is one? probably going to be the giveaway you're next
1: oh that's adam wingard
0: it is. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything about the last one. You did so. Oh, okay.
1: I was like, wait a minute. So, uh, yeah, okay. And
0: yes, I did just look it up. Adam Wingard did direct one of the segments. Oh,
1: okay, AHS awesome. Also. So I was right about that. Like, I love Adam so, Wingard. I can't believe I've never seen the guest. I'm gonna have to check that out.
0: The professor would have gotten this after we were just arguing not that long ago again about uh, uh, "You're Next," so which I did watch again over the weekend. It was it was on again, and uh, I just I just don't think it's anywhere near as good as the professor does. He thinks that it's so much better than The Strangers, and I could not disagree more.
1: Uh we've had the talk. I don't I, I, I like the strangers better. I think the strangers are scarier. The
0: strangers are so scary. I think
1: I think your next your next would have been better if they would have taken the turn and later on we saw a way better version of that movie called Ready or Not. Uh, yeah. like, like think about it. I mean it's a little different. Obviously, it's not some people robbing the house, uh, but it still kind of has like that family weird shit going on. Uh, right and the fact that they took that to a dark comedy i really really feel like that's the i feel like that if they would have done something like that your next would have been better because i didn't find it that scary i thought it was more of an action film in my i mean i get it's a horror film but i f- thought it was way more action like i thought it was yeah like i just did those like, stay alive revenge kind of films
0: right i didn't like that like two-thirds of the way through the movie they gave the big reveal instead of like right at the end oh what yeah when she calls on, the so. phone yeah that yeah just, i don't know I that like stuff it. drives me nuts you know, but I'm with and, you, and I think, I, I would
1: say this, I believe The Strangers is the scarier movie I, I did. I, yeah. I, yeah,
0: I definitely agree with that In my opinion, The Strangers is one of the top 10 greatest horror movies ever made I, I'll go so far as to say I, that I, I think really we've had think this that. conversation,
1: I don't think it's in my top 10 But I, I respect you saying that, because I do believe yeah. it's a good real, I think it's a really good movie, and it's one of the few movies Especially from when brilliant it came movie. out, where it was mm-hmm. super fucking scary
0: Oh yeah, brilliant movie I, I've, I've said this on the show before, it's very, very rare in my entire life 42 plus years of, of, of life that I've seen a movie in theaters more than once to in the theater more than once. Usually I'll see it once and wait for it to come out in video and I'll either buy it or watch it on TV when it's on like HBO or something. But that one I went to see twice. I went with my my seven year old niece at the time was she loved horror movies. Her my brother let her watch them. She loved them from a young age. and We went to see that together. And she loved it. So that's that's a memory I have from the second time that I went to see that movie. I took my seven year old niece to see it. So it's <laughs> good stuff. Uh, next one, I got two of them here, but you should know this one. It should be pretty easy. Well, actually, I, technically, it's three movies. Um, you'll 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 know this one right off the bat. Uh, Mama.
1: Okay, just name the other one. It
0: it chapters one and two.
1: Of course, Annie Muscotti. There you go. Or Moschetti, I think it's Moschetti because I think you say it like Muschetti. spaghetti. Moschetti, Mus- yeah. Mus- yeah. or- it's Moschetti because cause I heard him in an interview once and he says you say it like spaghetti. So Moschetti, oh, okay. Andy Muschetti. Uh He's also he's doing a lot of cool things, man. Lately, man. Yeah, he is. I dig, I dig the dude, man. He's awesome. He's great. Uh, and he still
0: hasn't done a whole lot, but man, I, he, I, I like what he's done. By the way, I want to point so, out
1: the reason why I'm so big on Adam Wingard is because obviously he did the MonsterVerse movies, and you were smart not to name those. And yeah. on top of that, that has gotten him the job. And if you, I know you know this, but I don't think people at home know this. I'm a huge Thundercats fan. That was my favorite cartoon as a child. And uh, it looks like we might by finally getting a live-action Thundercats because Adam Wingard is now attached to it to write and direct. Nice. So I'm all in because of the MonsterVerse movies. Thundercats, oh. Yes, exactly. I love Thundercats. But yeah, and Muschietti's doing something else uh, coming up here soon, too. He's attached to a film coming out, too. I can't remember yep. off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, he's got his hand in a lot of things. Not oh, yeah, he's he, fucking I, Him well, and Eddie, uh, Eddie Alvarez are the two that I kind of uh, I kind of get them confused almost. Well, here's in, the
1: thing. you like, once you hit it big with the highest grossing horror movie of all time in fucking It Chapter 1, Yeah, right. you, you, you can write your own ticket to do whatever you want. And that's what uh, he's Maschetti
0: done. Is, he's going to be directing the remake of The Howling for Netflix. Yes,
1: yes. I remember we talked about that. There's something else he's going to be – well, he's – basically, here's the problem I have with it, with it. Since he's such an A-list guy now, especially because of the It movies, he's attached – like, people always – like, he's not really attached to it, but people bring his name up to do a lot of things. Like, yeah. as soon as they're like, I mean, oh, we want to do this, who could direct it? Oh, Andy Muschietti one of the names. Yeah,
0: I up. mean, he's going from It and It Chapter 2 to The Flash. Yeah. So,
1: oh, yeah. I re- I, that's what that's what was coming to my head, too, because DC hired him to do that. So and they are yeah. in pre-production right now. So
0: it's actually right. going down. He was also executive producer on Lock and Key, which yes. was it was a fun little show. I can't it wait was. for the second season of that to come.
1: I agree. I like Lock and Key a lot.
0: All right. You got any more? We got how many more? I've oh, got? got a ton more for you. We got lots. We got a long way to go here. This is we're going to need a bag lunch for this one because we're going to be here a while. All right. Next one was right up the professor's alley. I did these ones for him. Uh, the Witch in the Lighthouse.
1: I know they're A24 films, and I do not know who directed them.
0: <laughs> Robert Eggers.
1: I'm sure he would have gotten that easy. Uh, uh, he also would have, easy too. Okay. He would have gotten What's the next one easy, too. He would have gotten the next try. one easy, too. I actually
0: got five in here. Uh, so we got Shivers. Okay. R- Rabbit, The original Rabbit.
1: The original one? Yep. Okay.
0: The Dead Zone. Fuck. The next two are the giveaways. Okay. Scanners and The Fly. Oh, it's fucking Cronenberg yes
1: by the way earlier when you said like it's alive and whatever earlier i was like i was thinking cronenberg and i'm like it's not him yep yeah scanners scanners was the dead giveaway (laughs) yep and the fly (laughs) yeah well and the fly but when you said scanners because you said it first that was when i basically my brain was like oh cronenberg the
0: light bulb went out at that point yeah
1: before then i'm like who the fuck i know they (laughs) and the bad part about rabbit is i was you're like the original i'm like fuck i know that the remake just happened so i don't remember
0: right i have no idea who directed that i tried to watch it it wasn't very good uh next one is a little bit challenging you may or may not know this one uh these ones are from the original not remakes pet cemetery and pet cemetery 2
1: well we know it ain't stephen king <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah not it's not ma- him maximum overdrive is the only thing he directed <laughs> right i'm gonna honestly tell you i don't know i don't even have mary a lambert oh, okay all right cool i, um, I, I honestly didn't know
0: Next The next couple ones are in the i I've gotten three two. wrong.
1: I've kept in track. I've gotten three wrong. I think that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, you're doing really well with it. Uh, next one, you may or may not know. We've talked a lot about the director on the show over the past. uh two movies here. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh,
1: fuck. Oh, man. I like that movie, too. Uh, so good. Great uh, Halloween uh, time uh, 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 movie. He's a foreign director, right? Yes. Did I get that clue? I uh Andre and it starts with a an no and I don't know what the fuck I couldn't even pronounce it.
0: Yes, he's Norwegian. His name is Andre Overdahl.
1: Oh, okay. See, I, I remember the first name because we have talked in ad nauseum about scary movies, tall Dark. By the way, right. really good movie that's only what is it, PG thirteen or PG? I can't remember. Yeah. I think it's PG thirteen. Super good movie though. I oh yeah, it. I am telling you good.
0: that one is going to become an every October watch for me. So that one it that was that's got Halloween movie right now. I written I actually hope it.
1: they do could do do the sequels. Uh, they they said they were going to do at least one sequel, so
0: I hope they yeah. do. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, they I, I hope so too because that was good and I'd love to see more in that universe. And
1: the only reason I even knew close to that guy's name is because of a view. Cuz you you, yeah, you, we've you talked, talked about, about quite a you, bit. You you are a big fan of the movie and you've said his name a bunch of times and that's mm-hmm. the only reason I'm like, I knew. That's why I was like, it's Andre, and I don't know. It's something yeah. we know. Yeah. Just a couple <laughs> months ago,
0: we were talking about the sequel to it. So, because they pretty much announced it, but didn't. Well, so. yeah, because
1: it's COVID era, let's be honest.
0: Right. Um, I'll skip the next couple ones because I don't even know who these guys are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know to that you'll say. get them.
1: Save to say, I'm not going to know. Uh,
0: the answers were Greg McLean and uh, Neil Marshall. We'll just go with that. So it was Wolf Creek for Dan, uh, Greg McLean and The Descent. I'm I'm, I'm
1: I'm I am familiar. I, I liked Wolf Creek, but I wouldn't have known who directed it.
0: Yeah. Uh, next one is pretty easy, I think. Okay. Uh, the faculty. Ooh, I like the movie. Machete. Machete. And oh, from f- dusk till dawn.
1: Uh Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, when you okay. said Machete, I was like, I, I was on the Robert Rodriguez kick, but I'm like. Uh, fuck. I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank. I can not remember if him or Eli Roth did it. So that's why when you said from Dust to dawn, I'm like, oh yeah, definitely Robert Rodriguez.
0: Uh, next one. We've talked a lot about this guy too. Uh, they're all from the Saw series: uh, Saw Two, Saw Three, Saw Four, and Spiral from the Book of Saw. Uh, we've talked about him quite a bit in the over the history of our show.
1: So Lee Whannell. What's that? Would it be Lee Whannell? No. Really? Uh, I know it's not James Wan.
0: In fact, I don't know that Lee wan L directed any of them. Well, I know he produced them. He wrote them. I think he had a hand in producing them. He was a writer on all or most of them.
1: Hmm. Well, I know it's not James Wan. Nope. So, and those are who come to mind when I think of the Saw movies. Which they should. Uh, So I'm going to have to say I don't know
0: this one. Darren Lynn Bosman. Okay.
1: Good. Right on. I, I, I really, I, whenever I think of saw for some reason, I think of Lee Winnell and James. Watt. Well, I mean, not some reason for obvious reasons, but right. That's where my uh, mind goes. So I, so I'm sorry that I forgot about good old Darren Lynn Bosman.
0: It's okay. It's okay. That's he makes
1: good one. movies that I enjoy. So right. You can feel good about that. But like I said, for some reason, when I think saw, I just think of those two.
0: Right. All right. Next one should be easy. Cabin Fever?
1: No, uh, Eli Roth. Let's just, yep. just name the rest of the movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hostel, <laughs> Hostel Part 2, Knock Knock, Green Inferno.
1: Yeah, his are super easy to remember. Let's be honest. Yeah, There's no there's no way that you don't give it away as soon as you say one of the movies.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, you would have gotten pretty much it. Hostel Part 2 might have been the only one I didn't realize that he had directed that one. Yeah, if you would have uh, said
1: Hostel 2 and nothing else, like to try to really throw me off and just said one movie, which would be unfair of you, then I might have not... I might. I would have guessed him just out of, but I would have not been confident. I've been like, uh, Eli Roth, maybe, right? Because I don't know. sequels, I never. Re- I never can remember, in a lot of the sequels, whether the person who directed the original director, because a lot of sequels aren't directed by the original director.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, the next one. Uh, this is a little bit of a tough one. Now he's the kind of the king of the remakes here. Um, the Chain Texas the- Chainsaw Massacre remake and Friday the Thirteenth remake.
1: Give me a second. I definitely know this one. Uh, you know what the sad part is? First thing that comes to mind when I think about this is Michael Bay. For, o- I, I was for just obvious say, reasons. It's not Michael Bay. Because <laughs> Platinum Dunes. For obvious reasons. Uh, fuck. Um... And then John Larriquette comes to mind for Texas Chainsaw because he's the narrator. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> why I know that, I mean, that was a trivia question you asked that I got right in the past, but still. Uh, why I know that, don't know, but it's a great little fun fact. Uh, Marcus uh, Nispel. Yes. Nispel, Nispel, Nispel uh, whatever you say. That is correct. That is correct, sir. I do. I did know who directed him. I was just kind of like, ah, uh, but in my mind, I had to sort out, okay, well, it's not Michael Bay. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> Michael Bay did produce those movies.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He should have directed them too and ruined them. Oh
1: fuck! They would have been. I mean, <laughs> there
0: would have, have been transformers been in the movie. They would there have been. been they would
1: have been the same explosion. This happens in every one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. they would have been
0: bad. <laughs> All right, next one. Let's see what you got. I got four of them here. The remake of the Toolbox Murders from 2004. Absolutely not. The Mangler.
1: Ooh, uh, that was with Robert Englund in the uh, lead. Yeah,
0: right, and I had no idea that he directed this. The oh. next two are going to be the giveaways. Okay. Uh, The Fun House.
1: Ooh, okay. Oh, uh, I, uh, fucking Toby Hooper.
0: Yes, the last one was Pol- uh, Poltergeist.
1: Oh, I would have definitely got on the last one So if I would have let yep. you go. I was trying to get <laughs> in there because all of a sudden when you, were, when you said that, I was like, oh, oh, oh I know who directed Funhouse. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and we've talked about Funhouse recently a couple times. I love Toby Hooper.
0: Yeah, that's why the professor's not here because we, he knew we were going to be talking about the Funhouse. By the way, that name The around.
1: Mangler was not the first time he directed Robert Anglin in a project. As we know, Toby Hooper directed the first episode of Freddy's Nightmares, the TV series, which dealt yes. with the backstory of one Freddy Krueger, which Robert Anglin played.
0: Yes. Are you sure? I, I thought it was Jackie Earl Haley that always played him.
1: Well, uh, Yes, yes. But I, at the same point, in Juncture, I, I always think that that's funny that they did the backstory for Freddy Krueger in the first episode of yeah. Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> and they had Toby Hooper direct it, but most people don't know that.
0: Right. I did know that. I forgot that, but I did know By the
1: that. way, you can find that episode on YouTube for free.
0: really? Yeah, it's on there. I know what I'm doing when the show's over today. It's good shit. We're getting towards the end here. We're getting towards the end. I only have... There's there's a few more in here. Okay. Uh, Dead Silence. Okay. Insidious. Fuck.
1: Uh Next movie if you have one. Insidious 2. James Wan. Yes. The only reason I needed the time is I was thinking. I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up again because I was like, uh, watch, I'm going to say James Wan. He's going to be like, no. And I'll be like, you son of a bitch. What, did you have a <laughs> Yeah, other the last one was on going to be The Conjuring. So. Oh, yeah, I would have definitely. Uh, I'll be like, but the last time I was confident it was fucking James Wan or Lee Winnell, it was not. Poor right. Darren Bozeman got, got hosed.
0: Alright, next one uh, It's gonna be maybe a, It should be easy, maybe a little bit more difficult With some of these, there's a bunch of them here I got like six movies under this one uh, Shocker
1: By the way, underrated movie Not great, but underrated
0: Yeah, it was okay The Serpent and the Rainbow
1: Uh, Wes Craven
0: Yes The other answers in that would have been I forgot, Thing.
1: I forgot he directed Shocker
0: I didn't know that he did until I did this list. I had yeah, no idea like I did. said, I
1: I I mean I may have never known, but I, I definitely didn't know that. Serpent of the Rainbow, that's why I knew it instantly. Yeah. And then what else did S- you have, obviously?
0: Swamp Thing. Uh, yeah, I remember that. The Hills Have Eyes and The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. I didn't realize he directed Part 2 yes, as I, well. I, I
1: knew that, of course, also you could have added in there. Of course, the dead giveaway that you should have never had is Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream because they're both dead giveaways. Yeah, I didn't have that on last there. My house last House on the Left. Last,
0: last House on the Left was the last one I was going to say, but that and The Hills Have Eyes were... Really uh, or or
1: when we were doing our pre-production you didn't lead on to it you could have just stole mine and just done uh people under the stairs
0: yeah I left that off of there after you said that
1: ah so, so you didn't have it there and then you didn't want to give it away I got you exactly but yeah serpent in the rainbow was a dead giveaway to me shocker I would have if you if that was the only one I might have not gotten it because I actually did not realize I, I don't even know if I've ever knew he directed that
0: I had no idea I had no idea that he directed that I didn't know that he directed swamp thing until a couple of years ago
1: Ooh, I didn't know the swamp thing one though because uh uh, when they made the TV series, I mean, I knew that earlier in life, but then when they made the TV series, they kept talking about the Wes Craven film.
0: Ah. So, yeah. See, I never really watched the series. I remember when it was on the USA Network. No, 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 no. Right? The
1: series, the new series they did for oh, the one the new season one. on the DC. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it was yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Uh, next one the, the Hills Have Eyes remake from 2006.
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: That's the only reason I did. This was actually first on my list. Uh, I didn't want to say that and then go with the. Wes Craven category. Uh, Piranha 3D. Oh, I know
1: this. I know this. One more movie if you have it. Mirrors. Uh, b- 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 Aja. Aja. Fucking... Yes, and
0: Crawl was the last one.
1: Yeah. I was like, I know this, because who doesn't love Piranha 3D? <laughs> right. Mirrors is actually uh, is is a decent movie
0: too. I like it. The sequel is terrible. Yeah, well, but... I
1: wasn't even going to watch the sequel. Yeah, I, it wasn't I, good. I do like I do like the uh, the 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 end kill, if you will. No spoiler, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I like that. I thought that. I mean, I like the movie as a whole, but I, I thought that was a really cool
0: uh, gotcha moment, if you will.
1: Yeah, I agree. you don't see that shit coming. <laughs> no, you don't.
0: You don't. Okay, got two more here. All right, I think they're going to be pretty easy for you.
1: I've gotten four wrong, so. I got
0: uh, done right.
1: the ward. I'm not getting it off of that.
0: In the Mouth of Madness. John Carpenter. Yes. Lesser Village of the one. Damned and Prince of Darkness were the other ones. Man,
1: you went with the, the lesser known ones, man. I'm, I'm yep. proud of you. It would
0: have been too easy with anything else.
1: I love In the Mouth of Madness. In the, in, uh, Village of the Damned is really good too, but Prince of Darkness is fucking amazing. Uh, I think that's probably his most, in my opinion, his most unsung movie. Yeah. Because everything yeah. else is really good, he gets really a lot of credit for, and that movie is super fucking good. I don't I don't care. There's yeah. some people who yeah. don't like the movie, but I think Prince of Darkness is one of the best pieces of work he does.
0: Yeah, it really is. I the the look of it and the feel of it is very similar to me to They Live. Yeah. It just has a very yes. similar look and feel. They I think they were like a year apart that they came out, or maybe it was the same year. Um I know but Prince the story of was eighty seven. But the
1: story was super good. Yeah, like it was it one was. of the the better stories that he told. Like I mean, and he tells great stories. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on any of his work because John Carpenter's amazing. Period. But like it's I I do like I think Prince of, uh, the Prince of Darkness is one of his most underrated films.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. They are a year apart. They live. I, lived I would say I
1: would say the Fog was also a super underrated film for him.
0: That is one of my all time favorite. movies However,
1: the reason I won't say that now is because it has caught like this new steam. You know what I mean. Like, in the past probably decade, it's definitely gotten its due. You but think it's a, it's a, Oh, I think so. I think a lot of people know it now. Like, a lot of people are familiar with that movie. And yeah. once again, I, I'm i a fan of that movie, too. But I think that now it's kind of – it, late. It, it sounds weird to say it's like 30 years later, a movie catches on. But it, that's how good that fucking movie is. <laughs> 40. Well, yeah. I was going to say Bob is off by a decade, but still. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean though. Like yeah. I I think in the last decade it really has because I've heard way more about it. I mean they just li- uh, speaking of the fog, they just listed the new uh, uh Tooney Terrors, the Toonie mm. Terrors and the Pirate from the Fog is one of them. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, swear to god. Oh, that's awesome. Alvira <laughs> is also in that set. Uh Herbert West is in the set and it comes with a head and syringe. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else is in the set. Like, I really want the Herbert West because of that. But, I mean, actually, I, I need to start collecting all of them. But the older sets of them are so fucking expensive.
0: Right, right. I
1: wish I would have started picking them up sooner. But I, I, I really do love the Toonie Terror. So, if you guys ever want to send me something, send it to uh, Dragon Master Games and care of <laughs> the Three Fat Nerds podcast or Horror Zone 607, 1235 Upper Front Street, Binghamton, New York, 13901.
0: There it is. Shameless. There it is, man. Shameless plug. Shameless. If you want to send me gifts, I love gifts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, last director before I wake.
1: Mm, no, Oculus. Ah, uh, one
0: more. Ouija, Origin of Evil. Oh, fucking Mike Flanagan. Yeah, and Hush.
1: See if you so, see. For some reason, I was drawing a blank on Oculus, but I mean, I yeah. got it. That was where I was like, okay, if you would have said Hush before. See, that would have been a mistake for you. If you would have gone with yeah. that, I would have known instantly.
0: I was aware of that. I'm a big, I, oh, because <laughs> so. you know I'm a
1: big fan of Hush. I was like, yes. fuck yeah. I was like, so when you said that as the last thing, I was like, if you would have said that early, so you do pay attention.
0: Yeah, I didn't the know if you were gonna to get it. Ouija,
1: I would have gotten it too. Oculus, I actually was getting it. The problem was is I second guessed myself. Because right. when you said Oculus, I'm like,
0: and that's why I said Oculus. one more. Uh, of everything on that list, that's the only one I haven't seen. It just didn't. It was a it, WWE film. It's not
1: bad production. I'm gonna tell you this: it's not bad. It's a good. It's good, but it's
0: not his best work. Okay, it's not. I hush. Think, <laughs> I think that was his first one, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was before any of them.
1: Mm, let me. I could see be wrong I can about look that. Look up his filmography real quick.
0: I, I feel like Oculus was his first. Well, major I mean, film. We, should,
1: we should we should just throw it out there. I think we've already said it. Mike Flanagan will be the first director.
0: And that's why I saved him for last. I thought that was going to kind of be a giveaway considering we hadn't mentioned him yet, but, but yeah.
1: Uh, Let me go back. I'm just going to go. I'm looking at his directoral movies. Uh, It looks like first major movie was
0: Oculus. I thought so. I think Hush was next and then Ouija. Yeah.
1: As far as main movies. Well, technically. Yeah. So Oculus was first, then Absentia. Ah, yeah. Well, actually, no, technically Absentia was first. Hmm. Oh, was it? This is weird. He did two Oculus movies.
0: Was one a short?
1: Yes, from 06. And then Absentia okay. was in 11, so that was his first feature.
0: Got which it, is a real John.
1: it's a real indie film. And then Oculus in 2013 was his first major film, I would say. Okay. So you weren't I've right heard of, of Absentia. Then Hush, then Before I Wake, then Ouija. Ouija. And then of Ho-i-ji. Course, We now know him for doing all sorts of wonderful things over on Netflix. Yes. So, yeah, Mike Flanagan and Dr. Sleep. So, whatever. But, I mean, I didn't name the the obvious. I think everybody knew that. But we will be doing Mike Flanagan, and I'm going to put it out here now. Because we're going to talk about this off air, but let's talk about it on here. I think the first week, because it's my favorite, and I don't think it's uh, it's not the one that you would go with. And I said you always, it's like wrestling booking. You have to go with one of the top tier ones, but you don't go with the main event one. Like, Dr. Sleep shouldn't be the first. That's usually your main event because it's, like, the most known. I think the first one we should go with is Hush. Okay. Because Hush is one of his really good movies. In my opinion, it's my favorite of his movies. And as you know, I'm a big fan. But I think it's a good way to start off because it is a great movie to start off talking with about.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. And then Uh, we can dive
1: into like, because we don't have to go in order of his filmography. We could dive into something like Oculus on a different week and Ouija on a different week. And then you know maybe end with Dr. Sleep if that's the route we want to go. Yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, Dr. Sleep is kind of his main event.
0: I I I mean, if you're taking
1: taking away from Netflix, you know, like if you're taking away the Netflix shows. Right. So, I mean, Mike Flanagan, man, he's he's doing some fucking wonderful things. And there's a lot of things that he could be attached to in the near future. I mean, the guy is throwing his hat in the ring for some big movies. We're looking at you, Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'd be Uh, fine with that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but the fact that he is openly like campaigning to direct a Nightmare on Elm Street movie is made me go you know what uh, it could work <laughs> we were always yep. like worried about it not working with somebody like mike flanagan it could
0: work right exactly i i definitely agree i mean you know if it happens we'll know when the time comes oh, absolutely
1: but, but i mean he's that's know. one of the ones he's openly campaigning for but there's a lot of them out there that he's attached to because let's be honest he murdered it with uh the haunting of hill house and bly manor
0: right like, Absolutely. I mean, that's,
1: that's, that's really put him as the top guy. I mean, Dr. Sleep also, and like, like I said, if you go back and watch his work, it's really good. He's very good at what he does, but uh, I, you know, without, I don't think you're talking giving him like the great a movies without Dr. Sleep and
0: yeah, uh, I agree. And,
1: and both the, the Netflix shows. So I think those are what's really getting him into the A list of, of movie categories, which is nothing wrong I with agree. that. There's nothing wrong with that. That means good things for us as fans. Cause then we get to see some big budget movies coming our way. Right from a great director well, I think those were some great things I'm, I'm impressed with myself I thought I would get more wrong uh, <laughs> you were very no, you great you, were very, you definitely you were, got more were, than the professor would oh, yeah, you were very lenient on a couple of them because I only had like the first or last name because yeah, right. it was the only thing that came to mind uh, so I, thank you for that but yeah I, I thought it was a good time a lot of fun hey at home were you playing along did you get them quicker than me you might have did you, did, you, did you get them you know you're like uh, the ones I missed did you get them who knows let us know though if you want to hear more of that stuff, it's a lot of fun. We're getting into it. I'm sure we're going to uh, talk about some of those director's films in the very, very near future uh, as we do these months of doing different directors and then, of course, moving in other things as well. But Mike Flanagan is coming up in the month of May. We've Got a lot of cool stuff coming with him and, and furthermore. So. With that being said, though, if you would like to send in who you would like us to talk about or any thoughts or opinions or just to say hi, once again, HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share the page at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show. 8122productions.com is where you go for all the information. Of course, once again, all the links to Patreon, Twitch, everything is there. It's also in the liner notes of this show on whatever podcast provider you are listening to it on. Make sure you smash that subscribe button so you can get this show downloaded to you automatically each and every week, as well, we do appreciate you guys for listening. And Mike C, take these fine folks home.
0: Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, so next week, as we said, you know we've we've talked about it just over and over this uh, in this episode. We will be discussing Mike Flanagan, starting with with uh, Hush, starting with next week. So can't wait for that. Uh, the professor uh, has informed us he will not be with us next week, so it's going to be another great show. You yes. don't want to miss it. Woo-hoo! So uh, <laughs> he's uh, going to be touring with the rest of the Lone Rangers.
1: Hey, you know plural. what that means for me? Less editing work. Woo-hoo!
0: Yes, yes, that's exactly right. So, uh, so, yeah, he'll be back in a couple of weeks, though, and, you know, he'll be screwing things up before you know it. So don't miss him too much. Boo. But
1: uh, Oh, no, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> I love
1: you, Professor. I love you.
0: Yeah, he knows me, he's, he's He's our little buddy. He's our little buddy. I hope he wears a bow tie in the first show when I'm back. It's going to be so good to see you guys. <laughs> He used to have one of those like uh, I don't even know what kind of a mu- like a handlebar mustache type thing. Yeah, at one point it was well, it was interesting.
1: I know you haven't seen him in a while. He's kind of mastering the Joe Pesci look currently. Oh, without the okay. weight, without the weight, but without, <laughs> but but the rest of the look is there.
0: Uh, like geez. Joe Pesci, is, is Home he-
1: Alone with the like the the, the skull cap and everything.
0: So that okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say he's not like stabbing anybody with a pen or anything. Is no, he, no,
1: no, 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 no. More home alone. More home alone. Just harmless. Oh, that's good. Harmless making so bad boring. jokes.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's that's better. So that makes me feel a little bit better about him. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to to see you guys again. It's coming soon. It's been a long time coming. It's been over a year, and uh, you know we'll be back sooner than later. And I told you guys last week as I was closing out the show, I got a big. Big top 30 list uh, that's going to cover three weeks uh, in time. I'm not going to give anything away with that until the time gets here, but uh, you're not going to want to miss that. I put a lot, a lot of thought and a lot of uh, time into that list, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. It's, It's kind of my... My my best work yet is, if I do say so myself. So that's going to be coming up when I get back in the office, uh, back in the studio, I should say, here in the next month or so. But uh, you know, definitely don't miss uh, anything in the in the coming month here. Especially you know, as we talk about Mike Flanagan, we're all big fans of his work. You're going to want to hear what we say about it. We're going to want to know what you guys think of him too. So uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook and uh, let us know what you think of the movies of of Mike Flanagan, and maybe let us know which one you want us to do next after Hush. But uh, we will get to them. It's going to be fun. And until next week, for Rich, I'm Mike C. Say it! Say it!